JC Hurtado Prater. Welcome to JC Talks, a podcast about life and leadership. I'm an organizational consultant and professor of business and leadership. My entire purpose is to help you, your team, and your organization be more impactful, more effective, and more profitable. When the leader gets it right, everybody wins. This podcast is my opportunity to share with you great interviews, great books, great articles, and the important lessons I am learning on the journey. My only hope is that the next few moments add value to your life and to your leadership. Stay tuned. I'm reading this book called The Goal by Eliyahu M. Goldratt, and this is a book uh, that has uh, great reviews. Uh, Tom Peters says, a factory may be an unlikely setting for a novel, but the book has been wildly effective. That's great. Tom Peters is a man I look up to a great deal. Uh, And then it says it's required reading for Amazon's management. So if you know anything about Amazon.com, how wildly successful they are, they actually ask Uh, They require their managers to read this book. And as I'm reading it, I can clearly see why it's a phenomenal book. Uh, But uh, this this podcast is going to be a little bit shorter because I just want to make a simple point. I want to remind you of something as you go about your life. And this could be for you personally. This could be for your team. This could be for organization. Um, But here's what this has to say. Uh, so here's what, what so here's what the story is, and I might miss a little bit of this, but it's basically a story, and I'm pretty early into it. I'm on page, what am I on page fifty, something like that? I'm on page fifty, uh, page forty-seven, and I, the book is a total of three hundred and thirty pages. So I have a, a much longer to go in this book, and I'm sure I'll have many more things to say on this podcast about the book. Um, But right now it's telling the story of a plant manager. It's a manufacturing plant and it's a plant manager. And he is, uh, he's having some issues at his plant. His supervisor comes down and basically says, Hey, if we don't get this turned around uh, and, and his supervisor is the division vice president, the divisional vice president, or maybe a company vice president, the, the divisional president and says, hey, this entire division is on the chopping block and he's telling this plant manager and your plant manager is one of the uh, is, is one of the plants that is losing the most money. So if we lose anything uh, over time, uh, if, if we if we continue to lose money within three months, this plan is going to be shut down. You're going to be out of a job and everyone in this organization is going to be out of a job. So that happens. And then uh, it, it tells a story about this plant manager. He's trying to figure out, what do I do? I've got three months to get this turned around. He remembers a conversation that he had a couple of weeks earlier in, in an airport. He runs into this gentleman that he knew from high school. Sounds to me, and I, again, I've got I've to dive into this book more, but it sounds to me like this gentleman that he ran into was kind of a management consultant. And they start having this, this conversation. And the plant manager is talking about all of the great things that he's doing and uh, the introduction of robots. This book was written back in 1984. So, and as you read it, you can tell that clearly many, um, many things have changed in, in today's workforce since this book, but the principles still great. So he's talking, he's bragging about all, well, we got robots. And so the guy asked him, has this increased your productivity? 
And he talks about, you know, the efficiencies and he talks about inventory and really the inventories have not gone down. The efficiencies have not gone up for the manufacturing plant. Uh, you know, they haven't let go any of the human beings, the actual human beings. They've just reassigned them to other tasks. And so really the answer is, you know, he, 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 he pulls up a number like 36%. Yes, our productivity has gone up 36%. And he said, really, has it? And so they have this long conversation. They're sitting in there in the airport and they're having this long conversation about have the robots really increased productivity um, when you look at it at the organization as a whole. And so the answer is no. So they have this long conversation. The consultant has to get up and go to his plane. And so the plant managers follow him to his plane and they're trying to, he said, hey, tell me more about this. Tell me more about this. And finally, um, the consultant just looks at him and, and he says this. Um, he basically asks him, what is the goal? So let me see if I can actually find this and read this. Um, okay, so Jonah is the consultant. And I believe Alex or Alan, um, this book is written from his perspective. So let me just start here. On the far side, I'm telling him, so this is Al, who's talking to the consultant. On the far side, I'm telling him, well, I guess it means that I'm accomplishing something. Exactly, he says. But you are accomplishing something in terms of what? This is the consultant speaking. In terms of goals, I say. Correct, says Jonah, the consultant. He reaches under his sweater into his shirt pocket and pulls out a cigar. He hands it to me. My compliments, he says. When you are productive, you are accomplishing something in terms of your goal, right? Right, I say as I retrieve my briefcase. We're rushing past gate after gate. I try to match Jonah, the consultant's stride for uh, Jonah, the consultant's stride for stride. And he's saying, Alex, I've come to the conclusion that productivity is the act of bringing a company closer to its goal. Every action that brings a company closer to its goal is productivity. And that's important for you to hear today. Every action that does not bring a company closer to its goal is not productive. Do you follow me? Yeah, but really, Jonah, that's just a simple, that, that, uh, that's just simple common sense, I say to him. It's simple logic. It, 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 it simple logic is what it is, he says. We stop. I watch him hand his ticket across the counter. But it's too simplified, I tell him. It, it, it doesn't tell me anything. I, I mean, if I'm moving forward, my goal, um, toward my goal, I'm productive. And if I'm not, then I'm not productive. So what? Well, what I'm telling you is this, Jonah says. Productivity is meaningless unless you know what your goal is. He takes his ticket and starts to walk towards the gate. Okay, then I say, you can look at it this way. One of my company's goals is to increase e efficiencies. Therefore, whenever I increase efficiencies, I'm being productive. It's logical. Jonah stops dead. He turns to me. Do you know what your problem is? He asks me. Sure, I say, I need better efficiencies. No, that's not your problem, he says. Your problem is you don't know what the goal is. And by the way, there is only one goal, no matter what the company. That's phenomenal right there. That's phenomenal. Because when we think about organizations and companies, and I want you to think about, uh, you know, the organization in which you lead. If you were to actually say every single week, I have one goal, which means I have one thing to accomplish, uh, you'd be laughed out of the room. He was, no, 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 you don't have one goal. You know, you have several goals, right, that reach the aim of making the company more productive or whatever it is. 
right? And so then he goes, so I write here in really big letters, I write here, productive, uh, productivity is the act of bringing a company closer to its goals, but you must know the goal. And that's what, as the story goes on, that's what we see here. Um, Jonah says to Alex, he says, Alex, you cannot understand the meaning of productivity unless you know what the goal is. So the next chapter is Alex trying to figure out, well, what's the goal? And he actually asked the question over here on page 37. So what is the goal? What are we supposed to be doing here? What keeps this place working? Jonah said there's only one goal. So he goes through this list of maybe it's cost-effective purchasing. Maybe it's employing people. Maybe it's producing products. Uh, you know, maybe it's quality. Um, maybe it's low cost production. Um, maybe it's technology. And then he says, I'm stumped. But then he comes down over here and he says, long story short, he comes to the, to the conclusion that he says, uh, the goal is to make money. And I'm trying to see where it says right here. He says, but is making money the only goal? What are all the other things I've been worrying about? I reach for my brief, my briefcase, take out a yellow pad and take a pen from my coat pocket. And, I, and then I make a list of all the items people think of as being the goals. And this is the thing in the manufacturing world. Here would be what people would say. These are the goals. These are the most important goals. Cost effective purchasing, employing good people, high technology, producing products, uh, producing quality products, selling quality project, uh, products, capturing market share. I even add some others like communication and customer satisfaction. All of those are essential to running the business successfully. What do they all do? They enable the company to make money. And so what he comes to his conclusion is that as a plant manager of a manufacturing plant, the one goal, and this is what Jonah, the consultant, again, I don't know if he's a consultant. I'm not that far in the book, but that's what I'm guessing. Jonah, the consultant says the one goal is to make um, that, that, that every company has one goal right? There's no such thing as five goals or six goals, or whatever. You can get it all the way down and you can say, what is the primary goal of the organization? And one of the things he talks about, uh, Al does, Al, as he's figuring out what is the goal, he goes all the way back to the beginning of the company and says, why did so-and-so who built this manufacturing plan or built this company, why did he decide to do it? Well, he decided to do it. Why? Because he needed to make money. He needed to put money in his pocket. And so, and, and when you think about any business, really, What's the primary goal, right? We think, especially today, well, it's to empower people. Well, it's to transform communities, just to transform lives. No, 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 no. Every business, and here's what I would say, and this, I know there'd be people who challenge me out there, but every business, I don't care if you're profit or nonprofit, I don't care if you're in the religious sector um, or you're in the government space, every business exists to make money. And that's a hard one, Right. Um, that's hard for some people to hear. But if you think about it, there's no need to have a business if you're just going to be unprofitable, right? If you're not going to have profit, uh, which means you're probably not effective, it probably means you're not impactful. And so the primary goal, that's not the point of this, okay? So the point that I'm trying to make with this podcast is simply this. Goals are incredibly important. When we think about productivity, and I think about, and this really got me, and here's the reason why. If you're watching this on the video, I'm holding up on the screen here. I don't know if you can see all that. I'm holding up on the screen the list. I wrote out, and I've got two pages here. Between November and December, I've got all these things I have to get accomplished. And this is what I wrote down. I said, if I can accomplish all of these things, that, that and I'm, uh, uh, this is 10-point font, single-spaced, and I've got pretty much two pages listed out 
of everything I need to get done in the next two months. Um, if, if I accomplish all of these, I will have been successful. But last night as I read this, or the other night as I read this, I started going through and looking at everything on my list that when I think about building my own business, when, when I think about the goals that I have, uh, you know, physically, mo- uh, uh, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, financially, relationally, how many of these items on this list are actually going to get me in the direction that I want to go? So here's, here's my challenge to you today. Here's something I want you to think about today. If Jonah, the consultant in this book is correct, every single one of us uh, today, you, myself, there's really one goal that matters in our life more than anything else, more than anything else. And it's really hard for us to figure out what that is. Uh, well, it's, it's not hard to figure out what it is. It's hard for us to be honest about what that goal is, right? Because we live in a world where we need to say the right things and we need to, you know, we want to make sure that we're, uh, you know, we're not leaving anybody out. We live in a world, there's this great video by David C. Baker, and I'm actually having some of my other students uh, that I teach at Azusa Pacific, my, my undergrad students, I'm going to have them watch this video here in a couple of weeks. And he talks about this idea of, um, living a focused life and how most people, the reason why we're not as, as successful as we want to be is because we, we take our lives and, and instead of pouring, if we're given a certain amount of water, instead of pouring all that water into a champagne glass and going really deep on something, what we do is we pour it into a nine by nine cake pan or nine by thir- or 13 by nine cake pan and our life spreads out and we do all kinds of different things, but we're not really good at anything. I was talking to a gentleman the other day and he said um, he said something along the fact that he's a uh, um, jack of all trades, master of none. And there's many men who get into their 40s, who get into their 50s and they think the same thing and, 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 and they would say the same thing. Well, I'm good at a lot of things, but I'm not really great at any one of them. And this is why and I'm not I'm not picking on anybody. I'm talking to myself here. This is a very personal podcast for me because this is something that I had to to look at this past week as I'm watching this. And I'm recognizing, oh, my goodness, how many things am I doing if my one goal and I'm not going to tell you what that goal is. Maybe at some point I will. um, But I have a specific one goal. I was able to say, okay, what's my one goal? And I, I nailed it all the way down. And I looked at this list and I said, how many of these things are actually doing that one goal? And I got to be honest with you, probably 25 percent of everything listed on these two pieces of paper is actually getting me closer to my goal. And that was, that was really, um, that, that was really um, eye opening for me. It was a little bit shocking. It was a little bit disappointing if I could be honest with you. And so here's my challenge for you over the next few days. I want you to be thinking about what is your one goal, your one thing, The one thing that you would say at the end of my life, if I've done nothing else, I have to accomplish this. And then now you have to ask productivity then for you on a personal level, right? So we can talk organizationally, we can talk personally, uh, we can talk about with your team, whatever it is, this goes for anybody, right? A great consultant like myself comes into an organization and we help people try to figure out what is that one goal. And then you, you have to point out and be honest, be brutally honest, be ruthlessly honest and say, what are all the things you're doing that are not helping you achieve that goal? 
Who are all the people in this organization that are not helping you achieve that goal? What's the ROI on all of these people, right? Well, what's the return on investment? If you're paying someone $100,000 a year, are you getting $100,000? If not more, you should be getting more back. Are you getting $150,000, $200,000 back from this person? If not, is this person valuable to your company, right? This is the hard thing about building a life. It's the hard thing about building a relationship even. I mean, you can put this to relationship. If you have certain goals in, in a relationship or you say, hey, I want to have this be, you know, when I get married, I want to have X, Y, Z. I want to have this. And then you go and you look at the person you're dating and they have nothing on the list and they're not, they're not getting you any closer to marriage, which is, or whatever the ultimate goal is. I don't know what that goal is. Then you have to make the hard choices. And this is why people get stuck. And this is why we live mediocre lives. I've been listening to Joe Rogan and Dave Chappelle all weekend. They have a three hour podcast that they recorded this past May, two brilliant gentlemen. And one of the sayings that they brought up is the fact that um, uh, Thoreau has a a statement out there and he says this, uh, so many men live lives of quiet desperation. So many men live lives of quiet desperation. And what were they talking about? They were talking, and here's what they said. They said, it's the people that they have jobs that they're miserable in. It's the people that, that they're not going after their own dreams. They're not going after their own goals. Uh, they've gotten into relationships that aren't great. They've married somebody, and this is men and women, right? They've married someone uh, that isn't who they really wanted. They settled. They settled in their career. They settled in their relationship. They settled in their finances. And now they get to their 40s and 50s and 60s, which is much harder to make changes at that stage of your life than you are younger. And now they live lives of quiet desperation. And what these two gentlemen were saying is that they felt grateful that they didn't have to live like that. Why don't they have to live like that? These were two men that went after exactly what they wanted. They're both married men. They have kids. They have, I think, what I would look at and say very successful lives uh, all around financially, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, all of it, right? And so they would say that there's a lot of gratitude there. But most, most people live in that mediocre line. Why? Because even if they know what the goal is, they're, they're not measuring the productivity. This is why organizations don't make the impact uh, that they could make. This is why teams don't make the impact that they could make because uh, it hurts. It hurts to look at what it means to be productive and to, and to look at the goal and look at everything that you're doing that is not helping you be productive and actually say, I'm going to erase all these things. I'm looking at this schedule right here. And I'm thinking, how many of these things need to come off my list? And it's pretty much, if I really want to reach the goals that I've set for myself and my own company, 75% needs to come off of this. Do I have the courage to do it? I don't know, to be honest with you. I don't know. Because here's the thing. And this is what gets us caught up. I'm being really transparent with you right now. Here's the thing. And this is what, what gets us caught up is the fact that everything on this list right here, these are all great things. These are all good things. I don't have anything in the next two months that I'm doing that I would say, well, that's a waste of time. You know, I don't have any Netflix on here. I don't have any, you know, going to hang out um, and, you know, smoke cigars and drink tequila on here. I, I don't have any. There's no relaxation days. There's no vacation days on here. None of that. These are all productive things I need to be doing. And 75% of it probably needs to come off this list. Can't believe I was that transparent with you today. But here's the thing. What about you? That's the question I want to ask. What about you? What are all the things that you have on your list for your organization and for your team? When you think about what is the one goal, and just like 
Jonah the consultant in this book says, there is only one goal, one primary goal. What is that for you? What is that for your team? What is that for your organization? And what are all the things standing in the way of you from reaching that one goal? What are all the things that you're doing every single day, every single day, every single day that are not helping you to reach that goal? And then do you have the courage to get rid of all those things? That's the hard part. That's the hard part because ripping that out means you're going to offend people. It means you're going to hurt people. Uh, It means you're going to hurt yourself. This goes back to that idea of focus. This is Steve Jobs when he talks about focus and he talks about ruthlessly abandoning everything in your life that is not helping you reach those goals, that is not helping you get closer to those goals. Anyway, that's something for you to think about today. What is the one goal for you? Whether you're talking about your personal life, whether you're talking about your uh, your team life, if you're leading a team, whether you're talking about your organizational life, what is the one goal? Uh, and then how you measure productivity. The only way to measure productivity is how uh, anything you're doing is helping you reach that one goal. And if it's not helping you reach it, it's, it's not productivity and it's going to get you in trouble and it's going to keep you from the goal. And I'm talking to myself just as well. Whew, it's a lot to cover in this podcast. Pretty transparent. I got nothing else for you. I want you to think about your own life. What, what's your one goal? And what are you willing to get rid of to make sure that you accomplish that one goal? I have a lot to think about. A lot to think about. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. I'll see you on the next episode of JC Talks, the Leadership Podcast. Take care. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, we offer episodes just like this every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Subscribe to my podcast, JC Talks, a leadership podcast available on Apple, Spotify, Google, anywhere you get your podcast and be the first to get new episodes three times every week. I'll see you soon.